I never really saw anybody in media that was like, oh, like, being a chef is something to be proud of, you know, um, being a chef is something that you can actually succeed in and, you know, be great. Hey guys, we're back again. We're on our fourth episode of A Thousand Days Till. And um, we've covered some really beginning um, experiences that we have had to build our business. But today we want to talk about what we did to add on top of that. What we what changes, what additions, um, what business people usually say pivoting. What, how do we pivot to then continue to stay fresh, you know, innovative and building our revenue. So, um, a few things that we did was enhance our delivery service. Um, so while we started with the couple drivers who showed up every weekend, I actually, I think we got up to like 10, to be honest, or 10 to 12. Um, we then also started thinking about different um, food options, you know, and we started creating menu items um, for us to kind of like grow the, the, the availability of what palate one of our, you know, our guests would want to, you know, try or get into. Um, and I'd say that a lot of it <laughs> probably didn't work as much as we thought it would. Um, so we've learned now to build upon what we already sell as opposed to creating all new um, ideas, menu ideas, menu options. Um, but what, I, you know, when you, when you look at changing to the delivery service and menu options, like what, what do you think we could have, like we could continue to do in terms of adding more? You know, I mean, some of the things we have, we've got some desserts on the table, guys. Um, so this is some of our items that we have um, that sell out, actually. Um, we actually sell out of these items. And so, you know, these are some items that we have that this is a Dolce de Leche fluff bar. <laughs> Looks really good. It is. I haven't tried it. But I'm going to in a little bit. Um, Daquan's got, what do you got here? He's got some M&M cookies with some fudge on top. Mm -hmm. Looks really good. This is by one of our vendors, Maggie's Cupcakes. So one thing that we do always is support local businesses. Um, you know, this is a support of a local business within our business. You know, we have our wine that we don't manage. But in every instance, we try to incorporate it yeah. um, with our business partner, Aaron, you know. Um, and then we have, what do you got over there? We've got a Cosmic Brownie, guys. So this is one of our other items that we have from a local vendor as well. Mm -hmm. And again, a lot of what we do is not so much just looking at what we have, right? Like, I feel like we bring in so many um uh, you know, um, experience. Mm -hmm. We bring in so much different talent, right? And yeah. it's exciting, actually, because 
no one really knows. They come in and they see all of what they see and they're like, oh my God, this is so cool. But the work that it takes to keep those things um, full (laughs) and keep going so we don't disappoint our guests. I mean, but, you know, back to my question to you, it's like, okay, you know, we've got these cookies, we've got wine, we've got Absurd Bird, the chicken um, cuisine, the chicken, you know, the chicken burger cuisine. We've got breakfast. We have case and funnel cakes that we feature in here as well. Um, and we, we have cakes, we have, you know, other cookie brands and stuff. Mm. What, what else do you see us bringing in? Um, it, it's, I, I guess for me, the beginning answer to that is not necessarily bringing in different, but more, more so bringing in more of the same because mm-hmm. one, when you're making business deals and decisions and and, and and us trying to support local it also comes with like you said it, the logistics the cost the everything has to fit the relationship of that person has to fit like for our cookie enormous brand we you know have a business relationship with uh, Lacey from cookie lane mm-hmm. and you know i had to first taste her cookies understand her business build a love for her flavor and say okay well this is something that you can help me with and then we can you know go from there and build this brand together um and then we then went out to maggie's cupcakes and you know she was able to infuse some of her flavors into it we also Mm -hmm. have sherlina's who does her cakes and things like that so um like say we have cakes and funnel cakes so it i think um Although we, I'm saying a lot of people, you know, that's really not a lot of people. And in order to really get into that for us, I mean, I think we have like a a good balance between these are the brands we've created just from our own self. um, And then these are the brands that we've partnered with other people to create. Uh, And I think... What's cool is that this has taught me a lot about myself and in business, uh, where my place is, and again, what I can give back. I am a facilitator. Uh, you know, I see a lot of people, they, they want a successful business. They want a lot of things that from, they have an idea. And they say, I, I can cook, I can bake, I can do this, I can do that. And it's like they may not know, okay, how do I get it to the customer? How do I get it to the person that would buy the food from me? And I know how to do that. So it's like, okay, well, I can create a sales channel for you and you can create food. Because I hate bacon. Now, I can bake, (laughs) but I hate it. (laughs) So, therefore, anything that you see up in here that's baked, I didn't make it. I didn't make it. It is what it is. I wear this chef jacket because I'm chef. I'm a line cook, actually. I need to take it off. I need to be dirty. I'm a line cook. <laughs> I'm not just, like anybody. I love when people come in here. And the funniest thing, you know, I even like is that kind of blending like all of what we've said together about um, 
you know, building a foundation, being consistent, not skipping steps. And now, okay, what are we looking to, to the future of growing, of adding and things like that? A big thing is you can't, you also can't do it all. You also have to choose your path and then Mm -hmm. focus on that. For me, I'm not a social media person. I'm not a, I'm out there, you know who I am, X, Y, Z. I think the funniest thing for me was when um, we brought Case and Funnel Cakes, um, Andre Case, into our restaurant at um, over there at RVA Cafe when we first started it, and he was doing nighttime. And he was getting some sales. I was, you know, kind of helping him figure out how to make, you know, the batter in a way that, you know, can go out the door, figuring out boxes, and he was doing his thing, and he was doing it great. And the cool thing was, <laughs> I, I feel like I went somewhere to like another restaurant. Um, I want to say it was like Urban Hang Suite. And I was down there getting coffee or something like that, or, you know, I, picking up an order or something. I think we had already started delivery service there. And the funniest thing was, a lady was like, oh, Mercedes, she said, oh, this is the owner of RV Cafe. And the lady was like, oh, oh, you work at um, at Kaysen's restaurant, at the Funnel Cake, Kaysen's Funnel Cake restaurant. You work there? I was like, yes, yes, I work there. <laughs> Don't know me. And it's funny because RV Cafe names on the building, but they knew it as his business. And it's cool because his thing is being on social media, mm-hmm. being you know, the known person, being all of this. And and it really kind of taught me, like, because at first, when I was first going through it, like I said, being in that consistency phase, nobody knows you. You don't get any, like, accolades. Nobody's like, oh, yeah, you guys are just doing it up, you know, all this stuff. And it's like, you you start to, not, I don't, you start to waver. And, like, are we, are we doing it? Are we, you know, are I see it, but, you know, you get into a, a thing, because uh, granted, I'm not, I don't care about social media like that, but... But the piece, tangibility piece is people coming to you and saying, oh, I know your restaurant, and yeah. they come in in droves to dine in, mm-hmm. and, or consistently come in and, and do takeout. You, you start to want a little bit of clout, yeah. essentially, because you like, I'm, I'm busting it down every daggone day, like... Somebody can come and say, hey, you know, hey, something. But it, it's cool because, you know, I realized I am the facilitator of the person in the back. Like, no, no, no. Don't know my name. Just pay me money. Just, <laughs> Just buy Just order the food. some food. <laughs> that's all the things don't you know need who I right am. there. That's all. That's it. That's it. Don't even know. Don't don't talk to me. Don't know who I am. I'm good with that. And um, so, I mean, for me, I think... Really, to even go back to like the first part of your question, was like I think adding, if it was anything to add, just fleshing out our team more, and really getting people in our our circle because our circle obviously is quite small, right? <laughs> but really, <laughs> honestly, like diving into people and say, look, you know, is this what you're good at? And if this is something that you're good at, you know, do this to help us because you we help us <laughs> we can help you mm-hmm. and then we all helped at the same time 
You know, because I can create orders. I can create a business. I can go into any business, walk into any restaurant and say, you looking for more orders on any kind of delivery app? I got you. We about to double your DoorDash, your Uber, your Grubhub tomorrow. But you just need to be ready. You know, and but if you're looking to say, oh, my reach on Instagram is X, Y, and Z, I don't have nothing for you. Nothing. Lost. You know, but to me, I'm like, well, mm, reach on Instagram don't necessarily equal money in your bank account. So <clears throat> I'm still good. <laughs> but, you know, but again, I get it. It's it's all but it's all part of. But that's all subjective. Yeah, but yeah. I think it's subjective. I think your your definition of fame is mm. going to look different to my definition or, or Patrick's definition. And for some, it's about the clout. And being socially connected and, and injected into what's going on. And then for some, it's about the money. Right? And for some, it's about the hard work. I think it can look any which way it needs to look, um, honestly. But I, I think that you could have fame in, in many facets. And it could be different from person to person. Yeah. You know? Um, and so we can't wrong or knock people who look at it different you know yeah i mean it's it's not really wrong in anybody but you know i i guess for me uh, even like just what's a what's a big strong thing for me is when people come to me and they like i've over the over these years i've gotten a little bit of clout a little bit of fame or people like oh such and such told me to come talk to you Mm -hmm. for x y and z help and Oh, I've seen you on the news. Oh, I've seen you do this and that and the third. And, you know, I just want to know how to build my virtual restaurant. I just want to know how to get my restaurant off the ground. And I'm like, let's go. <laughs> you know, like you said it. These are the steps to get it they done. They're still on the last Where syllable. We <laughs> you know, people come to me mm-hmm. all the time. And I'm like, all right. I don't worked out the whole thing for them. And then they don't show up. And, you know, for me, but then I see them on Instagram, I see them on Facebook posting all this stuff. And I'm like, but you had a real opportunity to really be out here doing some for real. Why, why are we staying on reels? <laughs> you know, and, and it's, it's crazy to me. So it's like for me, I, I know what I would love is to really find that 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 totality of a team to really you know figure out all right how do i find people that are really serious in these different fields that are really good at that i mean when we went to london we worked you know with with the k-box team and just to see everybody's um passion in their specific role i mean we had people that were gung-ho about inventory that were gung-ho about just doing costing that was gung-ho about you know making sure the marketing thing is right doing logistics doing operations and stuff like that and it was it wasn't like they took it it was like their life's work and just finding people that way to you know kind of grow this in a totality way because i can create brands easy i'm a chef i i like to create anything i like to eat all kinds of food so i like to learn and make all kinds of food so just before we even started this i was like oh i want to learn how to make what the chilean food you know arepas and stuff like that so it's like you know i want to 
learn that. And that's a real like passion of mine to be around people of different cultures and really to understand and learn their culture. Can we um, start with going to Chile first? And um, taste the authenticness. We're going to go. Okay, it's fine. Good. We're going to cool. go and we're going to cool. learn. We gonna get and then it. we can bring back what we've learned yeah. and chef it up. Yeah, I mean, okay. I mean, I, I mean that, that's a cool thing. So it's like I can see us making a brand. Of and that. that could be themed nights. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can only get this Chilean food if you come inside. I mean, that, you know, we kind of mentioned it on a, I think I mentioned it on the last um, session. It was like, how can we find the next thing to grow inside? But that could be it. You have specific theme nights yeah. that you can only capture if you come inside. But you can feature it, you know, like I mean, maybe items that on online and you kind of reel them in. You no. like take it away and then be like, well, I, I saw, you know. I mean, no, for real, I think that's the next step of this virtual restaurant online situation. Um, and I think Patrick and I was talking about this of just like, um, you know, how do people interact online with stores and with availability of items? And, you know, we look at, you know, games like, you know, Fortnite or um, Call of Duty or, you know, Final Fantasy or any things like that. It's like, you know, they'll have uh, a shop that mm-hmm. has like a, shop. Yeah. A, a daily timer or a weekly timer. And it's like, all right, once that shop has refreshed you can't get that item anymore you can't get it until it comes back Mm -hmm. around and you know that's that's a normal internet kind of thing it's normalized now and like so even looking at businesses like that like crumble and i i think i don't know if insomnia is like that too but i know crumble is where like Mm -hmm. said weekly they change their their kind of cookie offerings yeah where you kind of have to check every sunday or monday whenever it is and see all right what's on the menu for this week yeah and i think that's the next step is like having a brand that's literally changes like the whole entire thing like this is it's almost like a pop-up yeah. yeah and it's and a different level of uh, engagement where you have to come check us out even if you're not gonna buy nothing for the week you coming in giving us a part see. of your day you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? just to mm-hmm. see what we're doing to see if it might be something that you're into something that you might want and and even and you know that can be the thing of how we add how we you know start to flesh out different people in that you know we can also help because I always feel like this is this is my heart this is my passion of just saying look I can I can put people not necessarily on pedestals but I can make you some money <laughs> you know you can find your pedestal but we gonna get to the bank account first and it's like all right well if you are good at this all right let's do this let's make this up right now so you know I I don't know I I think that's a, a next step that I see of where this this can kind of pivot to but for us i mean pivoting has been a a a big factor of our entire business model would you say one of your earliest ones were like back in the back in the old spot i mean changing the changing the restaurant changing the, the the physicality of the restaurant every two months or so something like that three weeks yeah it was every month at least you know of saying okay this has to go here and because we 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 started off i mean it was crazy like we we didn't have a hood we didn't have a stove we didn't have a fryer we didn't have any of that we literally were working off of new wave tabletop burners like boy if we could have been an infomercial that you know the infomercial you get at 4 a.m 
went to buy this. We could we could actually technically right now start an infomercial at two o'clock in the morning. We need to buy this for nineteen ninety nine, and if you pay today, we get two (laughs) instead of one with no shipping. Like that's because we was in there. I mean, when I say we had to keep new wave in business, I said we made a whole restaurant off of new wave technology. We need an endorsement. <laughs> we do. We do. Because that's what we did. There's a few things we need endorsements. That's what we did. And, and, and you know, it, it's crazy because we were able to just navigate it. Just, all right, well, this is not working. I, I think I think we realized this, the smaller one wasn't working. We got a bigger one. Yeah. Do the home fries in. And then, all right. Presto was another one. Yeah. Did, oh, presto with the grill. Up oh, this this grill isn't working. Let's try this grill. Up oh, that grill isn't working. Let's try this grill until we figured out which one works. Um, I mean, and then we just kept going, kept going. And I think that was the most important part of our life of figuring out where <laughs> to pivot. We went and from when a, to pivot. We went from a one um, waffle iron to double. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah. One waffle iron to double. I mean, it was just a lot. It's a lot of pivot, and we had to every Sunday that we just and we did it fast. So that that was a really big thing about pivoting. It's like you have to pivot like on a dot, like bam, you know. And as soon as you see the problem, as soon as you see the issue, it's turn, turn left. Yeah. 25 degree angle, 35 degree angle, 90, whatever you got to do, because once you see the problem, you, you've identified it and now it's time to fix it. And now it's time to get better. And, and it was cool because I think that's why we kept every week. We kept, you know, going up every month. We kept going up because we didn't just stick in the problem and say, all right, this is just our weakness. And we just going to sit there in it. That was definitely, uh, I said, one of our biggest strengths of having a kind of smaller and close knit team where we had the ability to be uh, fluid and agile you know mm-hmm. as soon as we've seen a pain point we're like all right well this is a problem we can address it immediately you know we don't have to ask anybody or you know just stick with it just because you know we get we can change the problem or change the or create a solution immediately yeah. as soon as mm-hmm. we've seen it yeah like, i mean and and that's even a thing because the magic of us having such a close-knit team we were able to like say all right, there's a problem. Whether it be a problem operationally of, all right, now we're not all working on separate tickets. Now we're all working on together tickets. But all right, that didn't work. Now we're all working on separate tickets. Um, and then even the money. I mean, because that's a big thing. You, we have to talk about it. You know, As a business, every, every day isn't going to be a successful day. Every week isn't going to look pretty. Your bank account may look a little terrible every once in a while you know so bills is going to be bills and, and you know once you start getting up and you you have a couple slow weeks you know restaurant sometimes can be hard i say it's not hard in totality as long as you stay consistent but you can have some terrible times and we were able to say all right hey well we're slow in the middle of the week monday to thursday we don't need three cooks and two people in the front so somebody Money can drive. So yeah. either somebody can drive or, hey, you open up overnight when we know we're going to get orders. And then I'm going to open up in the morning. So now we've split our times and mm-hmm. split 
the shifts so that everybody can still get paid, <laughs> you know? And I think that's the, that's, the, that's the thing that employees don't understand about small businesses. It's like, when you see, it's, it's one thing for us to be, all right, you know, the business is big, it's a Fortune 500 company, blah, 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 blah. They raised all this money, or they got $500 million in the bank, and the CEO, you don't even know who that is. But when you see the owner busting it down with you, like, you got to have some kind of, you know, just respect for that and say, all right, I see you working. I'm working. Mm-hmm. And out of those two people, somebody paycheck is guaranteed. Somebody paycheck isn't guaranteed. So the business owners, generally is going to be the one that's like, all right, I got to just take the L. I mm-hmm. just got to take the L and pay the employees. Mm-hmm. So it's like. When they come to you and they say, hey, you know, well, let's do this. That's to ensure your paycheck. Because after a while, once they can't pay your paycheck, well, guess what are you going to do? You're going to quit. You're not going to be there. So it's like even that, just being able to pivot on the dime of that. It's like, hey, two weeks, we were slow. Your paycheck may not get covered. Let's do something else. Bam. We did it. Fixed it. Also, the trust that we had in, in everybody's kind of respective field, whether it was like, you know, Sterling with QA or, you know, saying you with the menu items, you know, saying the mm-hmm. with the upfront kind of uh, processes where you just kind of see that um, everybody's input is valid, you yep. know, and because of that, you know, we just had an, an overarching trust. Where it's like, I know that, you know, you say it's a problem, it's a problem. How do you think we should fix it? Well, I see it up here. All right, you go ahead and do that. You know, I might not have experienced it like you have. So if you say we need to move this over there and change this to that, do it. You know, if that makes your process easier, go for it. And I feel like just everybody kind of trusting everybody's respective area made us move very smooth. And I mean, you know, mainly just that. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I agree. Well, I know we don't have much time left, so let's kind of get into our little desserts here. Mm. Come on. Are you getting into it now? Okay, yeah. get into it. It's going to be a lot of crinkling out of here. I'm done. Oh, you're, you're just done. Boom, you have one and done. All right, bam, look bam, at bam. this, guys. Oh, my goodness. Hey, you let me know how that is. I have had one of those either. Oh, well, I can just take half and move them. You can do that. <laughs> Put that over there. Don't even worry about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, our brand, mm. Cookie Normans, is a cool brand because at one point in time, with with DoorDash and Uber and GrabHub, it was like I said, it's cool to see how delivery has evolved, and it's gone from Chinese food and pizza to Oh, we can get other stuff. You know, we can get other foods. We can get um, breakfast. We can get, you know, Mexican. We can get Italian and stuff like that. Um, so now it's like, now we just get novelties. You can deliver ice cream. <laughs> deliver funnel cakes. Funnel cakes. Deliver just a Fried cookie. Oreos. You yeah. know, people, yeah. I mean, people now just will straight up deliver because delivery has turned from uh, a, a special thing of oh this is a splurge Friday night to just this is regular life there's people will you see people all the time they get a cookie and that's it <laughs> and I'm like so you pay twelve dollars don't worry about that, you, don't worry about that. <laughs> for a cookie we appreciate your patron 
keep it coming. <laughs> it is wild, but I mean, it, it, it it's cool. It's cool. So I mean, I I think mm. I think that's the, delicious. Yeah, I mean, and and it's cool to, to to be able to just kind of touch people in that way. Uh, this needs to be boozy. I'm sorry. Boozy. Now we're getting to boozy. Lacey, next thing. Boozy. Waters. This needs to be boozy. Bro. This is Bro. everything. Boozy. Boozy desserts. <laughs> I mean, that, that's the next thing, you know, just even doing that. And it, it's cool to see. It's almost like you can get straight to what people want. And I think that's the that's the cool thing about this is because on delivery, like I said, I'm about the the, the menu items. Yeah. So delivery does a lot. And granted, yes, you can do the same thing in in a regular restaurant with your POS and things mm-hmm. like that to see what is selling, what's not selling, and stuff like that. But I mean, delivery is just in your face. Like you sold one in the last month. Take it off. You know, the unemotional thing. <laughs> <of>, well, <laughs> so much for that. Is it? It's done. You done did a thousand orders, and you sold one. You don't need it. Wow. Um, I think we need to sell more than one of this. Clearly, with right? some <laughs> bourbon or something. Bourbon. I don't know what bourbon. what boozy product bourbon. you would um. Look at this. Look at this, guys. Mm. Delish. <laughs> <laughs> well, I sell that. <laughs> think we come to the end of our session. <laughs> I'm glad you're, I'm you want to come to the end of your bike? <laughs> you get back to the mic. It's <laughs> a lot. That's a lot. But it, it, it it's. But I, I do concur. Not to cut you off, but I do concur with the, the the pivoting with the menu items and even how we do with our hours and stuff like that. Just knowing, well, you know, we we don't make that much money between nine o'clock and, and ten. Be nine honest. o'clock and eleven. Yeah. Oh, we open at eleven now. You know, well, being able to show <laughs> yeah. up when we know we can make the money. You know, yeah. so only sell the items we know we can sell. Mm-hmm. That we have the mm-hmm. perfect hours, perfect menu. You know, and that all comes from, like I said, just a pivoting from the the immense amounts of data that we get. Mm-hmm. You know, so from literally every interaction, and paying attention to it, and yeah. making decisions based on that data, and you don't, and and I think it's more again we don't have to be emotional about it because we don't see the people. So mm-hmm. granted, yeah, they could be hurt that day. Oh, I looked at nine o'clock and they're not on, but you look at eleven and you gonna Living. see it, you, mm-hmm. you see that it's there. So you gotta wait a little bit. Yep, you won't get your food to eleven anyway, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe twelve, <laughs> but it is it's cool. But no, nah, it's it's um, I, I like it. I like I like that ability, and that and that's what scares me the most of even with growing, of us getting bigger and us getting more mm-hmm. and more and more. You know, we are pretty successful now, but it's like, mm, do we want to hire somebody? Do we want to get somebody else? Because with that comes another level of all right. Well, now we mm-hmm. got to be more stringent, more strict, more blah, rigid, blah blah yeah. blah, more rigid. Yeah. They're not going to go with the punches, and they're going to feel away. Well, you have to understand this business. I mean, at the end of the day, honestly, we appreciate any help, any and every help that we get. But you have to understand. You have to come in respecting what we bring to the table, which comes with our past, our growth, our pain points, you know, all of it. And just trust that we know the direction we should be going. You know, and if you want to be a part of it, cool. If you don't, look from the outside. We appreciate all of it. 
feel like I'm more so understanding that this, you know, this kind of concept isn't necessarily, you know, this isn't legacy. You know, this is kind of mm-hmm. a, a a growing kind of culture that that we're, you know, more or less on the forefront of. So it's just having that openness to, like I said, be pioneers in that kind of right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what I tell everybody that come and talk to me, say anything to my face, and know they cap. What? No, they can't stop it. But it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. What? This train is going. No matter what, mm-hmm. you can either get on or you get left. It don't. It like it's still gonna go. So I always tell you, like, look, this is like the Amtrak. Like, look, you at the station when it's leaving, or you get left. Eight hundred, eight hundred and count. This is what it is. We counting. You see, we counting down. I'm. Gone. I'm out of here. I'm gone. See y'all later. I'm in Africa somewhere. Don't find me not here. He done pivoted. I done pivoted. <laughs> Up out of here. Up well, out of America. <laughs> well, thanks guys. Another great session in the books. And um, you know, I just hope that we continue to put our minds together to continue to grow and become one in the journey. So, thanks. It's over. Let me get one of them things. <laughs> this is this needs to have some verbiage up in this bit, like that thing. Something that you can actually succeed in and you know be great.